It's a Sunday night in Toronto, and of course, you are tuned into Inside Jokes. And tonight, I'm going to find out, can comedians be selfless? If there is there such a thing as selfless promotion? Can comedians use their powers of hilarity for good and for charity and do something beyond just themselves? We're going to find out right now. I'm Dean Young, and we're about to go Inside the Joke. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Oh, welcome Canada. You are listening to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto and of course coast to coast on Global News Radio. Uh, we're joined in studio by all the way from Vancouver, first timer on the show, brand new album out, big things are happening for this comic. We have Miles Anderson in studio Hello. with us. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to Toronto. Thank you. Welcome. To, we air across Canada. So last week was all about how, why people outside of Toronto, you know, quote unquote, hate Toronto. <laughs> so we would just like to say for our listeners, we remind you, we aren't just on the air in Toronto. This is for Canadians all across the country, worldwide even. This is about putting Canadian comedy on the map worldwide. And of course, your album, Miles From Home, mm-hmm. is available now, 604 Records. Yep. So there you go. It's ready. It's streaming. It's on all the platforms. People could get it worldwide. Everywhere. You don't just have to be Canadian. We want Canadians <laughs> to listen, of course, because that's the age-old struggle we always talk about. Uh, but you can find Miles Anderson everywhere. We're going to talk more about his album. And, of course, we have returning friend of the show, dear friend of the show, Martha Chavez in studio again. Hola. Welcome back, Martha. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks uh, for having me. Always a pleasure. And, of course, Judy Croon joins us. It's been a while. It has been a you while. Know? It's Thank been a few you. years. I think we, we, this, we're in year four now, and I think you joined us at early on in the beginning whoa time flies huh? <laughs> yeah. we're still on the air somehow Good. uh and of course we want to talk about what you guys are up to you guys have this big charity show coming up it's stacked it's a lineup of basically all headlining comics all mm-hmm. absolute killers so you're doing yeah. a show called comics without borders yeah and yes. before we kick open the conversation here if we can what's what's a little bit about what's what's this show about and what's it benefiting because this is all about a charity this show Well, it's actually a woman by the name of Cassie has put it together, um, and the proceeds will be, a portion of the proceeds will be going towards VarietyOntario.ca, and uh, Variety basically is a group for for kids with disabilities, kids with challenges, physical challenges, and uh, and yeah, so uh, just, I'm going to give the website, I know we'll do it a couple of times throughout, but VarietyOntario.ca slash comedy is where you can go for tickets because tickets are not available at the door because uh, it's at a fabulous theater. Tell them all about the theater there. It is at the uh, Isabel Vader Theater. Yeah. Which is a beautiful theater. Mm -hmm. The best theater ever. Of course it is. (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) And I'm hosting and Judy is headlining with Anna Gustafson, Kay Davis, Laurie Elliott, Carol Zogli, and Simone... Simone Park. Park. Simone Park. Yeah, it's a stacked stacked lineup. And that's one Mm -hmm. thing I want to get into. And we were kind of, how are we going to tie together Miles' album with the charity show you're doing? And I sort of want to get into this whole coming of age thing and what that means, how that reflects in your comedy. One thing I do want to get into with you guys, especially doing a show like this, when you're doing a charity show like that, and especially when it, you know, it's benefiting children, it's benefiting children with disabilities, how much does that change the flavor of what you're going to be doing on stage? I mean, it's got to be a bit of a different animal than you're out doing Saturday night at whatever club you're doing, right? I mean... 
Well, you know what? I know Martha's material. I know my material and uh, the women that are on the bill. I don't think there's anybody there that has material that they go, oh, no, I won't be able. There's some material that you, not for me personally, but I know there's uh, some comics who may be a little bit, uh, may have some material that they just won't do. Because you just like read the room. You go, look, if folks are going to be buying tickets and it's going to be going towards a children's charity, you're not going out there with your... You know, Andrew Dice Clay. Clay <laughs> yeah. Your X-rated 11:30 p.m. show might right. be on the back burner there. Yeah, yeah. it's a theater for crying it's out loud. It's a theater, yeah. exactly. And there will be dignitaries. Yep. Um, dignitaries. Well, yeah. Oh my goodness. Allegedly, the mother of the prime minister will be there. Yes, Margaret Trudeau. Margaret wow. Trudeau will mm-hmm. be there. Who she just had a one-person show in Montreal, and uh, Karen. Stins is her name? Right. And Karen she Stins. is the uh, president of Variety Village. Right? Yes. She ran for mayor of Toronto. Yeah, right. Oh, wow. She will be giving a keynote of two minutes. Yes. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you light her. I asked the producer, yeah. when, when is this keynote happening? Give her the light at one and a half. <laughs> it's a light at one and a half. And it's, a, it's, a, it's an event, you know, there is a red carpet. Yes. At 6.30 and there is a meet and greet. It's a job, Judy. It's a it job. It's That's a, a job. whole, yeah. That's <laughs> It's a gala. It's a gala. Yeah. <laughs> the pressure is on for you guys. It is. You know? It is. But we will rise to the occasion because it's all for a good cause. It's for the children. It's for, it's the, kids. for the children. And <laughs> I and we have some sort of we have some children themed songs on the show today, just to time with that. And actually, Judy, you brought up an excellent point, which I think we get a lot of like newer starting out comics listening to this show is mm-hmm. Reading the room. Yeah. Knowing your crowd. Because you might be dirty tonight, you might be doing this club tonight, you might be doing 2 p.m. at a golf course tomorrow if you're like you know you might get some corporate once you're in there for a while and it's all about just reading the room and knowing how to to be able to flex that muscle right absolutely and I always say to comics you know uh, the the students that I have at Second City you know that are doing stand-up for the first time I always say you're always judged on your highest joke and you're always judged on your lowest joke on your dirtiest joke so your most intellectual or your best joke that's clean people will go wow that's really neat but if you have I've, I've seen rooms that have totally changed because someone went in there and went, oh, it's a great crowd. I'm going to break out the F-bomb. And the room <laughs> died. Yeah, that's right. Audiences yeah. are always smarter than you give them credit for, and they will let you know yeah. instantly <laughs> if they're buying it or not. We're going to come back with more Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi, I'm John Doerr's sister, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on 640. Uh, welcome back, Canada. You are tuned in to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto and, of course, coast-to-coast online on Global News Radio, brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical. If you're listening for the first time, first off, we're on the air four years now, so I don't know why you're just tuning in now, but if you are, if you didn't know this, your eyes can have it all with Hakeem Optical. It's that easy, you guys. It's that easy, panel. Right? And Martha Chavez pointing to hers. She's got them. She's got the Hakeem Opticals. I am, an, I am a frequent um, client. You're a frequent Hakeem. client. That's good. That keep You're keeping us, in some way, you're keeping us on the air, Martha Chavez. <laughs> That's what's happening. And, of course, we're joined in studio by Judy Croon. Welcome back. And then Miles Anderson, all the way from Vancouver. Yay. All the way. Vancouver to Toronto, uh, which is great because this show is all about Canadian comedy 
Coast to Coast. And of course, Miles, you have a new album out right now. Yes, Miles, Miles from Home. Miles from Home. <laughs> so one thing I want to get into, and actually, definitely, I'm sure Martha and Judy can weigh in on this. And we were talking earlier before the show a little bit about this. Is I, I feel like things have changed a little bit in comedy where comics... And how many years in roughly are you, by the way, Miles? I'm seven years in. Seven years in. So, yeah, yeah you've been... A baby. A baby. <laughs> <laughs> but I think things have changed a bit. I mean, so you released this album on 604 Records. You know, a lot of comics, you know, the previous generation of comics would say, well, you have to get out. you got to put in your road time. you got to work the clubs. And you got to be out there for 20-odd years before you're album ready, they would say, right? And I think things have changed a little bit. And I think you guys could weigh in on this, too, where... Because everything is so more immediately available now, right? Yeah, yeah. Everything is social media. Everything is digital channels. Everything is podcasting. I think comics jump in, and a few years in, they're just, I think, maybe not traction, but they're putting in so much more stage time and so much more legwork that they're two, three years in. They're like, I feel like I'm album ready. Did you know? Was there a sense of, it's time, I have this material that I really want to put to tape and record this? Or did you just feel like, well, I'm a comic, so I have to logically have an album? Well, it was actually 604 approached me, and they had the idea. Because I wouldn't. I was sort of thinking maybe I should. Yeah. But I needed, like, someone else to say. Yeah, yeah. You think you should. Otherwise, I'm too insecure. I'd be like, no one wants to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> and did you, so at that point, when it's time to record this thing, did you feel like, okay, this is stuff that I, because it's almost like you're making something permanent right you're making yeah. something finite it's like okay this i'm now tied to this material yeah for bet for good or ill forever yeah. i mean martha and judy for you guys i mean do you think that that's changed a lot in comedy where well honing a judy, bit maybe is different now right neither <laughs> judy nor i have an album out yet. yeah but you're doing galas in front of margaret trudeau so it is we, we our album art is coming up actually we're gonna tape it on uh, that show that's right at, uh, the at the comics with with a borders show you're taping there for judy judy's taping her own oh, i think mine yeah. uh, already is with howl and roar yeah with alison alison doors label yeah yeah but i've never you know to this day i'm doubting if i could put it out isn't that I funny? Am, isn't that funny? We are yeah. because it's always gonna be there, and my, I think my 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 material and I think most comics material progress with the like a, a joke that you thought that it was perfect today, it become better or more rounder. The story yeah. closes from all the angles, and that's what I feel. But then. Um, Alison said, well, you put it out again. So I put out again the the the, the extended version of the joke. I am glad that in at the beginning of my career, you're not at the beginning, though. You're seven years, right? Yeah. But there are, there, there are young people that just now, like they started yesterday, they won an album. Yeah, and yeah. And boy, are they ever going to cringe. Yeah, that's 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 an interesting point. I totally agree. I think that you do have to have some time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did a lot of shows before I did yeah. the album, and again, I was approached by someone about doing an album because I do. I'm a, I'm a perfectionist that way. Um, but I think what's interesting when you talk about the like doing the road and doing lots of shows yeah. around Canada, I think it was affected for the younger comics a lot. Is literally the price of gasoline is yeah, so totally high. Yeah. You mm -hmm. cannot afford to drive around the country and do jokes like the previous generation. Neither can we, my dear. It's insane. <laughs> I mean, and you know what? It's it's a great point, and especially you. I mean, you're coming here, you're doing press, you came from Vancouver, you're in Toronto making the rounds, doing radio and all that stuff to roll this album out. And we talk a lot about that on this show. It's just for us versus the States, I mean, not just the whole star system and yada yada, all that stuff. Geographically, things are different for Canadian comics. Yeah. You know, because to go from one major center to another and go play these small town shows and legion halls and whatever clubs you're doing 
is yeah, you got to be on the road for ten hours a lot of the time. It really has to be worth your time yeah. and money oh, yeah. and when we say that life we and pay, death. When we say that we paid our dues. We paid our dues. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Me, woman from Nicaragua, in Fairview, Alberta, talking, trying to translate <laughs> myself, my experience to them. For me, that's the challenge, though, of being a good comic, is, is the way that you, does no matter where you play, you can translate yourself and make a bridge with the crowd. Sometimes you will, sometimes you won't. That's the stage time, I think, that uh, we need when we talk about a stage time. Absolutely. And not, I, on, not only being on stage every day in front of your friends in the same town. Totally, you, yeah, yeah. But just to your point, uh, Dean, I think, uh, you know, having something like this show was not available 15 years ago, 20 years ago. There's so many more outlets. Uh, social media has made it uh, available. So, you know, something like... Um, like you said, like you've been working on your album in your head for so many years. Yeah. But you, if if the channels were available for you, Martha, years ago, you would have. I know for sure you would have had something out for oh, you yeah, know, yeah. right? Yeah. But and, uh, yeah. yeah, so and, that's kind of cool. Well, and, we all got comedy now and comics. Anyway. Yeah, we did. Com- we did TV before we did radio. <laughs> that's true. That's because we used to have TV. Now we only have this. <laughs> that's yeah. right. It's flipped on its head. That's yeah. a fantastic point. I want to come back with uh, after the break with how promoting comedy has changed too. So. So, so much, so drastically. Uh, we'll be back with more inside jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Ali Hassan, and uh, you really can have it all if you're listening. Inside jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Can we blend? Uh, can we blend commercialization and IDs? Can they? Yeah. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We are joined in studio by Miles Anderson. Hello. Welcome back, Judy Croon. And of course, Martha Chavez. Hello. Frequent flyer here on Inside Jokes. <laughs> and before the, so of course, Miles is promoting a new album. You have an album out with 604 Records called mm-hmm. Far, Miles From Home. Miles From Home. Miles From Home. Uh, Judy and Martha, you're doing this big gala charity event we fundraiser are. slash taping we just found out before the break. Yes. Uh, Comics Without Borders. Yes, Comics Without Borders, and we should give the dates. September That's 7th. That's always good, yes. September 7th. September 7th. If you want the VIP, at, you, you arrive at the theater at 6.30. And if you want to meet us all celebrity comedians, <laughs> you have to drag your evening after 10. <laughs> I promise I will post graciously and give autographs. And there, well, you want to you want to be on the VIP because there's dignitaries there. Dignitaries, we discussed yeah. The break. Margaret Trudeau, my my mother-in-law. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking before the break about you know how comics know now and when when you're quote unquote album ready and how much how different that is now how how you know the incubation of material. I mean, Martha, you brought up a fantastic point earlier about how I, I guess a really a, a great bid is a living thing always. So I mean, you can hone it and hone it and hone it, and you record it to an album. You still might listen to that later on and go, oh, I wish I thought of this tag before. You know, it's never yeah. quite finished, right? Never. And I think an audience knows that because something becomes stagnant. Like once it feels rehearsed, like you're just going up there mm-hmm. and reciting something that's in your head. 
that energy is lost. The audience can feel that, right? You're right. It's palpable. It it reminds me of something Sarah McLaughlin said about writing music. She said some of her songs take seven, eight years because she'll write part of it and then she'll just leave it. It'll incubate for a few years and then she'll go, oh, wait a second, I've got a perfect thing for the bridge. And jokes are sometimes like that. You know, you lock them in, as you said, and then in order for me anyway, in order to get back up there and do the bit again, you know, I'll have to write a tag for it or I'll have to write a new chunk that goes inside of it just so that I'm doing that part of that bit for me. Right, right. right? Yeah. And I think, and we were talking earlier as well, how, I mean, now, yeah, we have radio shows like us. <laughs> Thank you. But, you know, <laughs> wherever you can go, podcasts, of course, all over Canada. So the way you can promote and plug these things, whether it's a tour you're doing, whether it's a gala show like this, whether it's a new album like Miles has just dropped, the the way that you used to go and promote before was you had to just it was like politics in a way. You just had to physically go out there and yeah. sort of yeah. spread the word to the people because there was no send them press releases and bug them. Bug yeah, them. and like <laughs> and and leave leave the cities. Like go out on the open road and go meet people face to face and go relate to audiences that weren't just you know. I think there's a tendency in cities like Toronto, and I'm sure Vancouver is similar in some ways, where people have their favorite rooms that they know the audience is always kind of going to be the same. You know, so they can go and they can. So you could be six months in and just go and kill in front of that crowd every single week, but that's all you know. You yeah, know? exactly. Right. So when yeah. you leave that room, it's sort of like, oh, d- now I have no idea how to. to- uh, exactly. It's like the other day somebody was telling me, um, I was doing a show here in the city, and then somebody was saying, oh my God, that show is horrible. And I'm like, come on, <laughs> you have not been in Susan Murray with an accent <laughs> like this. <laughs> By the way, I love the audiences in Susan Murray, but I mean, uh, you just, if, if you're not willing to risk yeah. the, uh, an audience that you meet, uh, I mean, for me, half the fun is to be able, it's like a matador, let's say. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to be playing with a towel in the dog. No, you want, <laughs> you, wanna, you want to go and, you know, and meet it and try to win that communication there. Well, it's always a challenge, and I like yeah. what Miles said during the break. You were, you were likening stand-up comedy in Canada to... Uh, like America's Got Talent? No, to the the truckers, the ice oh, truckers. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, we are. We think we're going to be uh, jokesters. We end up just being long-haul truck drivers <laughs> driving across the Rocky Mountains in a snowstorm. It's totally trying true. Trying to sling some jokes in a tiny town. <laughs> and I think, I mean, comics, you know, comics listening to the show, I mean, that's what you have to go out and do because that's when you'll realize, what, what do I want to do with this? Is this what I actually want to do? with my life for a living because there's you can go and have your show at let's say like a comedy bar where you're comfortable there and you know the audience and you're there week to week but if you never leave that is you can either do that forever and make your chunk of money off that and that's sort of a hobby thing but if you want to actually go out and do this for a living you have to go out and experience that I mean, and you, some of those yeah. experiences will be the best experiences of your life absolutely be terrifying at the time like i still look back a bunch of years and i remember driving through the mountains of northern california and all of a sudden fog hit i'm like oh my god is this worth the hundred dollar gig i was driving <laughs> to and then driving in banff in a snowstorm and just sliding down the side of the mountain with no control of my car my look car at the time and i just looked up 
happened. I just thought, okay, this is it for 150 bucks, <laughs> but I'll never forget those memories. And thank never. God I'm alive to remember them. Uh, yeah, and you were driving. I was on the Greyhound. Oh right, <laughs> because uh, because I don't. I have phobia of, of of driving a car. Yeah. So I don't drive. So I was either your copilot driving you crazy, <laughs> or I was in a bus or in a train. Now I fly. But uh, but the, the thing is that um, you do have to play in front of a lot of different audiences, and and also that that's that's the let's say those those gigs that we could call uh, hell gigs are the bad part. <laughs> yeah. But in the other side of the coin of no star system is that we all get a chance. We all get a chance to headline. The biggest club, yeah. whereas in the United States there is a hierarchy. That's right. It's a pecking and, order, and you might never and, ever and you get there. Have, yeah. We had a chance to have a TV show. I got, you know what I mean, like uh, like the the comics and the comedy now mm-hmm. that, that we are, which may be there with the star system. We wouldn't have. That's perfect. And you know what? We'll come back from the break with that. That brings up an excellent point. We'll be back with this panel with more inside jokes right here on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. Hi, my name is Simon Fraser, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on 640. Oh, yeah. Welcome back, Canada. You are tuned in to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical. Uh, we're talking, we're covering a lot of ground t- tonight in studio, I feel like. We have Miles Anderson in studio with us. Hello. Welcome back. Yeah, I'll we'll pretend we have a studio audience. We kind of do. We have producers. We have PR people. There's there's enough crap. We have Martha Chavez and Judy Croon in studio with us. Hey. And it's it's interesting. We're sort of going back and forth between, you know, Miles, seven years in, you recorded this album, released it through 604 Records, and just talking about how things have changed now, maybe promoting something like that versus, you know, not that long ago in Canadian stand-up where all you, the only thing you could do was just get out and pound the pavement, right? Hit the open road and yeah, go to the clubs and go to the towns and go meet people face-to-face. Do you think some of that has died off a bit? Do you think the days of, like, the, you know, the road no. warrior in Canadian comedy, do you think that's still very much in place, Martha? It is. I still do road gigs, but at the same time, I, I do huge corporates, too. Yeah. Like, Judy interviewed mm-hmm. John Rivers. Can you imagine with right. one of our corporate? Uh, uh, I mean, you move, you move up. Yeah. And, and then you choose to do or not to do whatever little hell gig they throw at you. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but you know what has changed, I think, is the sort of the savviness of the audience because there's so many yeah. uh, so many outlets now for comedy. If somebody even just wants to stay at home and watch Netflix, they can catch so much comedy on it now. So the audience has changed in that respect. It's true. I mean, people have almost become connoisseurs of stand-up again right. in a way, right? Which is great because then comedy evolves again. It is. It's sort of, yeah, we, we've, we came out of this sort of slump period and now stand-up has become quote-unquote cool again you know yep. Netflix of course podcasting blew up in the past mm-hmm. decade and it made stand up be a thing that people want to watch and listen to again now yeah. of course you're struggling to get people's butts in actual <laughs> physical seats but I think what's interesting about like you know when I was starting out it was like a lot of the headliners would come through Victoria like they would teach that like you gotta go and do shows in rural places so yeah. you know that your jokes will work everywhere in the country um, but what's also interesting now with the internet is also you have the strategy of just find your niche you know there is a strategy of if they want to play the one club all the time for one kind of people if they can find 200,000 of those people 
they'll support a pretty good career yeah. uh, through social media and stuff. This is also a strange time that you can make it just by having one point. audience. Yep, um, right. It's interesting. You really can. And actually, the point that Martha brought up before the break about how, you know, there's a lot of talk about, you know, finally trying to get that star system in place in Canada. But it is really kind of a double-edged sword because it'll it'll change the way, it'll make this sort of hierarchy yeah. in place, you know. And also now, I think we've almost... You know, we spent so many years in Canadian comedy and, and Canadian showbiz struggling to figure out how to get our own audience here in Canada to pay attention to us. We almost sort of gave up on that and just jumped right over that because now everything is just for everyone. Mm -hmm. Everything's a global audience, right? Like you put out this album, of course, it's an independent label in Canada, it's 604 Records, but it's just out there. People oh, yeah. worldwide can find this thing and download it and stream it. So I think we've almost stopped just going after our own Canadian audience and just made everything about everyone in a way, right? Yeah, but that doesn't bring people to the theater, that's which the thing. is it's, what we yeah. want. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like <clears throat> that's what we would want that your album will bring you people. Yeah. Like your fans will gather and come and see you. I have a lot of fans because of the CBC. They are all, they are they are loyal fans. So Canadians that will actually just come, they know you're playing this theater, this town, this club, and yeah. that's where you get them and they'll come in. Because it's true, because I mean, you could put out an album like Miles's and, you know, stay at home and collect whatever those residuals are or it gets played on Sirius, whatever happens with it. But then what do you do in between? Yeah, exactly. You know, where well, are you going and getting people out to these shows? That's the goal of, I mean, the album, I think, for sure. Yeah. Because you want to actually get booked and doing those shows. But then, yeah, you look at the the, the way, yeah, the, the you know, the revenue based on, you know, streaming services especially, which is really interesting. Because we, we're in a time of, like, the streaming wars. Yeah, oh, like yeah. You know, like, Disney's going to have one. Amazon has one. All the licenses are expiring on Netflix. So they're all, like, it's almost like the beginning of TV in, like, the 50s and 60s. Where they're like, what's this new thing? We have to get a whole bunch of more talent for this. Yeah, and it's an interesting time, but I think Canada needs to lure that to to this country, like get Amazon and Netflix and and Disney, like more of yeah. their industry here to get Canadians, because we'll drive across the Rocky Mountains if we have to in the winter time yeah. to get to that money. It's totally true, and we're sort of being cut off from a lot of this stuff. Yeah. You know? It's important to be considered. Like, they don't even think of Canada as, like, an option. They're thinking, like, you know, we're a great country with so many great comics. Yeah. We just, I think our industry needs to just make us visible to all those big companies that are trying to get... Yeah, good point. Do you yeah. think it has changed, and we'll probably have to come back with more of this, but Sarah Silverman brought up this great point a while ago about how the the process of honing a bit, of honing a joke has sort of changed because of all this. Because now with everything being so immediate, everything's filmed right away, everything's online right away. So those that that magic of like honing this bit and working it and every single night in front of every single crowd, it was a little bit different and it had matured and it had ripened and it had gotten more flavor. Some of that has died out now because the second you go up on stage at a club or somewhere and do this thing, somebody could be filming it and two seconds later it's on Instagram or it's on Twitter, whatever. And that's it. It just lives as that now. There's no that process. And I want to come back and get sign of all three of your takes on this. But that process of actually maturing a bit no, I think and making it organic and living, you know, I, I think that, that you, you still have to do that. Yeah, I think you, you know? have to. But do you think and we'll we'll ha we'll come back from break with this. But I, I think do we still have as much opportunity to do that? Do, is that process still there in comedy? We'll come back. We'll come okay. back. Brought to you by Akeem Optical. We'll be back with more inside jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi, my name's Aaron Berg, and you're so lucky to be listening to me on Inside Jokes on 640. 
Fall is here, hear the yell, back to school, ring the bell, brand new shoes, walking blues, climb the fence, books and pens. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Oh, welcome back, Toronto. You are tuned in to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, and of course, coast to coast across Canada on Global News Radio. What a lovely song to come back with. Calm. Right? Isn't that calming? It's so soothing. Nice. We're in studio, of course, with Martha, Judy, and Miles, which that sounds like a 60s folk trio, really. Doesn't it? (laughs) That's what you get. (laughs) (laughs) Martha, Judy, and Miles. Yeah. Remember Woodstock 50 50 years ago. MJM. That's what you guys can do next after these albums and these dignitary galas and fundraisers. You can hit the the open road. We were talking about touring. You can bring your folk trio on the open road. Uh, We were talking before the break about how I don't know. It's I guess it's it's two sides of of a coin. I mean, you know how everything's more immediately available. Everything is you know shot and filmed and streamed and podcasted and all this now that wasn't the same ten years ago. Has it killed honing a bit, Martha? You said no. You still have to go out there and 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 work your material, the quote yeah, the I old fashioned add way. Something. I always yeah. add, that's why I always film me. Judy knows me what twenty five years. Yes, and, and she's always seen me filming with yeah. big ass cameras, little cameras. But I have a question CD. for you because I do love that about you that you always videotape your sets. But how would you feel if somebody released part of your set That's six thing, months yeah. ago? They had it on their phone and they. I really, don't like that. Right? Yeah. No. And I think that Sarah Silverman point I brought up earlier. That's what she was saying. Is I mean, and people, of course, certain clubs try to ban that and all this, mm-hmm. but. You know, that she was talking about your let's say you're working on this bit that maybe a year or two from now is going to become part of your next hour or part of your next 20 or whatever it is. And you're just going out there and it's brand new and you're just sort of fleshing this thing out and working it out in front of a crowd because that's what we have to do. Right. You go and exercise it. And all of a sudden someone's taping it and it's out there. And, and now the, that's the bit, you know, and all the commentaries, they suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't know that it's brand new. Mm-hmm. Just came out of your head. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also what so, I like the point that you brought up earlier, Martha, is, you know, and, and I always love hearing comics that, you know, you maybe don't necessarily have to do this because you have your own career. You're established. You you have work. You go out and work the road. But hearing comics that still watch newer comics and still appreciate watching what people are working on and still pay attention to your fellow comic, because I think regardless of how far along you are in your career as a comic, that's still going to make you a stronger comedian. I love to watch you newer know? comics, and then when I see the, that they have bloomed, that yeah. they, maybe mm. you, you watch them uh, two, three months ago, and then you thought, like, you know, I like this kid, and all of a sudden they bloomed. Yeah, And then I hate point. when... Y- they never bloomed. <laughs> Not only newer comics, older comics that began with another them. wilted flower. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like anything, whether it's comedy, it's in the business world, it's like anything. Diversity is always the best way to get to the best result. And that comes totally, from yeah. young, old, male, female, whatever, right? And, you know, just being in a room and seeing that difference, you, uh, you know, somehow it changes you. Aside from the comics, it changes you and changes your outlook, which is always really cool. And, and I think, and we were talking to uh, Leanne Maladin was on the show a few weeks ago. We were talking about Mary Janes of Comedy. So that's yeah. refresh for the audience. Her she long, long-running all-female comedy showcase here in Toronto. But she was talking about... How she still loves going out and watching comics, and that's how she'll get newer comics to do the show every month. And I think, I think if you lose that in comedy, I think once you stop being a fan of comedy yourself, 
then that love is gone. I don't think this is for you anymore. You know, I think you mm. still have to take that time to go out and watch people and be a yeah. fan of it and remember why you got into this in the first place, right? You have to be in the audience yourself sometimes, too. It's yes. great when they're good. Like, it's great yeah. to be around good <laughs> comics because mm-hmm. it makes you have to be better. Right. Yeah. You all yeah. push each other to be better. Like, comedy competitions totally suck, but competition in comedy, I think, is really good for And a it's scene. two very different yeah. things, <laughs> two right? Two very different things. Yeah. It's so true because we do have... You know, comedy is this interesting thing. I think in Canada it is a little bit different because we have such a limited resource of, you know, media that will cover us and clubs that we can play and all that stuff. So there's obviously there's this competitive thing. Mm -hmm. And the nature of the stand-up comedian is, of course, you know, well, it's a cliche, but this isolated, everything is all about self. And, you know, but we have this sort of competitiveness, but also this sense of community, I think, in Canadian comedy. Besides, you find out eventually that no matter how competitive you are, if you're always pining for what this one got and you yes. didn't get and then you wanted it, your life will be wasted whereas you can like you 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 can say to yourself okay i feel a little bit jealous i wanted that but i'm i'm going to concentrate on my own you know i think your competition is with you yeah absolutely At least in my case my competition is with me yeah, and if you that's so true because if you if you waste a lot of time going ah this person got homegrown or whatever it is, yeah, you're just taking away that time and energy that you could be putting into whatever the next gig is. Yeah, because it's always all about just the next gig. Yeah. The second doesn't matter how big the credit, especially in Canada. Like, okay, you did this TV show yesterday. Five minutes after it's done, it's just another thing in brackets beside your name, and it doesn't matter anymore. You know, you always have to go after that next. It's payday. like it's like the just for laugh syndrome. You go. And then, uh, yeah, it's great to be with all of these great, the great comics. And then you're networking. And then by the time that you're like, it's the, the party on Saturday night, you're wondering, I came, Benny Vidi, but no Vinci. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get a deal. I didn't get anything. That's and then you true. come back and then you start from zero. Yeah. Because in comedy, as in many other arts, it's the goods what matter, what you present, what you have to offer. It's not the titles. It's not. It's not. It's the the. But a good compliment. A good compliment is when you see somebody on stage and you go, "Oh, I wish I wrote that." Yes. You know? yeah. and that's a great feeling. You see the bit, you're like, "Oh my god, that was brilliant." Yeah, that's, I love that. I love a, when that happens. I don't like it when they say, "Oh, I wish I wrote that." I may write it. Still. <laughs> yeah. Some people. Like, that's, oh, a I'll do that. <laughs> that's a whole other show. We'll get we'll get Mancini on here next week. Yeah. Sabotage this bit. <laughs> we'll be back with more inside jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Rhiannon Archer, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on the Global News Radio Network 640 Toronto MP4 KW8 905 What now? What? 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 <laughs> Did I even say it right? Now, back to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back, Canada. Welcome back to Inside Jokes. What a fun... This has been a great panel today. It's been great. Right? Thank you. It goes by too fast. It always goes by too fast, especially when you have 
people with good stuff to talk about. It makes, <laughs> makes my job certainly a lot easier. And I think that's what's kept us on the air for four years. So thank you so much to our panel. Uh, we'll go around and figure out what you guys are working on, how people can see you, what people should download. Uh, so, Miles Anderson, you have an album out now with 604 Records. Yeah. Give us the spiel, my friend. What is what? Where can we find this? What's this all about? So Miles From Home is on uh, all the major outlets, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon. Um, you'll hear it on uh, Canada Laughs on Sirius XM. Uh, you can also buy the CD, which has great. Uh, album art. It really does. Yeah, it's beautiful. And uh, I also, another thing I did for 604 was I did a Christmas song as well. So <laughs> look for that. Uh, it's called One Billion Years of Christmas. It's uh, for Scientologists oh, to celebrate nice. the holidays. It's uh, August, Miles. <laughs> but it's I don't know when this, I don't know when probably, this is going to yeah. air. I don't know when this stuff works. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, basically, uh, and then, uh, yeah, I'll be around Vancouver and hopefully uh, traveling across the country soon. Fantastic. And hopefully we'll see you back in Toronto soon. And of course, Judy Cruz and Martha Chavez so we have the Comics Without Borders show September 7th where can people see this where can people get tickets it's Saturday night September 7th at the Isabel Bader Theater tickets are only available online proceeds will be going towards Variety Ontario uh, the website is varietyontario.ca slash comedy um, you can check out Martha's website, MarthaChavez.com or JudyCroon.com. We've got links on both our websites. But it's going to be a great evening of all-female comics and uh, a great, great fundraiser for Variety Village. So really looking forward to uh, having folks coming out and checking it out. Yeah, it is kind of our answer to the uh, diverse show that the CNE put on, that only guys... But at least they have guys from every different ethnicity. So we have people from different ethnicity. I'm Latina. Judy is Dutch, uh, Guyana. Yes, the other lady we have Swedish, Philippine, yep. British. Two yep. of them. We should mention the other folks on the bill. They're yeah. all. Everybody's a headliner. Well, on that's the, show. the thing. You have yeah. all absolute yeah. like touring headliners. Kay all Davis, one. Anna Gustafson, Lori Elliott. Simone, uh, Parker, Simone Park yeah. and the um, fantabulous Carol Zuckerly. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That so is a lineup you can't really see on stage together at any given one time. So that's it's all headliners. And on it's one for yeah. the children. Remember and those it's for movies? the children. The old movies of Ricardo Montalban. Let's do it. Let's do it for the sake for the sake of the children. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again to our panel. Download Miles' album. Go and watch Comics Without Borders, and just get out there and watch live Canadian comedy because there's so much happening in this country. That's what this show is all about every week. You, of course, can hear us every Sunday right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto and stream all of our episodes coast to coast and worldwide on Global News Online and we'll be back next week. Uh, and of course, tonight's episode is dedicated to our own Sandra Carusi. Uh, no idea where the past year has gone, but it is a year to the day that uh, we lost Sandra and we just want to let you know, we know you're listening and Somehow we're still keeping this thing on the air. We have no idea how. Vince Tedesco and myself, uh, we are entering year four, season four. We're hitting 200 episodes pretty soon. And of course, this is all the house that Sandra Carusi built. So we love you. We miss you, Cruiser. And we're just going to keep on going uh, with this love letter to Canadian comedy. It was all you and it's all for you. And now for this week's comedy listings. Make sure you download Miles From Home, the new album from comedian Miles Anderson, available now on all platforms and, of course, through 604 Records. And don't miss Comics Without Borders. September 7th, Saturday, September 7th at the Isabel Bader Theater. And of course, our next Inside Jokes Live at Fired Up in Port Credit happens Tuesday, August 27th. We'll see you there. Hi, this is Alicia Carusi, and you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week featuring Miles Anderson. It was very, it was very hard. 
finding an apartment. And I saw a lot of ads for apartments, and they were being very specific about the kinds of people that want to live there and the restrictions that would entail. And uh, I saw one ad that was like, if you want to live here, uh, we want no pets, no couples, no kids. And I was like, what kind of lone wolf murderers do you want to live in this building? It was like, if you want to live here at Granite Creek Apartments, uh, we need to know you're a young, single, working professional who loves no one and is loved by nothing. <laughs> 